Welcome to Your 7th Sense, a show for mission-driven entrepreneurs to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive leaders. Listen to Terry and her guests as they share stories of being powered by angels and intuition to achieve their success. Now, let's unlock the power in you. Hello, everyone, to this episode of Your 7th Sense, Business Powered by angels and intuition. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman, and I am a speaker, author, and a coach, and I'm the proud best-selling author of the book, Your Enchanted Boardroom. This is a book that you've heard me speak about quite a bit, and you can find it on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, or at your local bookstore. You can order it. What I love about this book is it incorporates everything that all of these folks are talking about, the practical, the logical, the emotional, the spiritual, you name it, it's in here. It's a workbook-style book, and I encourage you to get it to help you be become an unstoppable intuitive leader. Today's guest today is an amazing woman. She's a very, very good friend and someone who I truly admire. Uh, You know, she is just such a rock star. She really is. And she has her hands in so many different things. And I'm really looking forward to her sharing her story about intuitive hit on some place where she's going to be going to, that's really quite remarkable. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Laura Rubenstein. She is an award-winning social media marketing strategist, certified hypnotherapist, best-selling author and speaker. She is the founder of the Influencer Network, content content and content amplification platform. Try saying that three times. Social Buzz Club. And Laura has optimized marketing plans, developed branding strategies for more than a thousand businesses. I told you she was a rock star. Uh, for celebrities, speakers, and authors across the globe, helping them create more profits and brand popularity. She is the author of the best-selling book, Social Media Myths, Busted, the Small Business Guide to Online Revenue. She is a contributing author to the Amazon best-selling books, Women Living Consciously, and Journey to Joy. Her and Journey to Joy. Oh, her feminine power cards, which are endorsed by John Gray. Hold those up. Author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Offer practical tools that allow people to make profound shifts in their relationships and professional life. Welcome to the show, Miss Laura. My pleasure, Miss Terry. <laughs> you know, it is always a delight to be in your energy, Laura, because you give so much, you offer so much. I've seen you in action on stage. I mean, you are the total package. You really are. And I know when it comes to intuition, I knew I had to have you on this show because we've talked about intuition a lot um, in in various about various aspects of intuition. So I would love to hear from you how intuition has played the role in your life to get you to where you are, the successful entrepreneur. Well, when you were uh, talking about intuition, the show today, I was thinking I use this every single day. Mm. <laughs> um, it's, it's like, I want to say a crutch, but it's really a way of life. Really. Mm. I can't do what I do without it. Um, I need to tap into the heart and soul of my clients and access the access to that is my intuition. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm not doing that, I'm not doing my job well enough. 
and when I am do it doing it it's like the most creative fulfilling um, experience for both myself and my clients especially when working on their business and they're mm. blocked if they're blocked it's usually my intuition that can jo- just go like you're blocked right here you know mm. like here and um and and like infuse a whole lot of light right into it like just make it shiny you know like it's not a block anymore it's clear mm-hmm. it's clean it's pretty it's even creative it's expressing their authentic brand you know or whatever they're trying to bring out into the world whether it's a book a product a service a program a, you know you name it i get excited by it by how i'm able to tap into my intuition and and be that mirror for them you know it's like my intuition is their mirror and it's a combination of the intuition creative mm-hmm. energy because once i'm tapped in then like it's like my playground it's like i'm in a carnival it's like where are we going to go now you know and i can it's like my brain the mental part loves to play with the intuition part yeah. If that makes any sense. Oh, yes. So because you're very integrated. So I'm curious, when did, when did you become aware of your intuition? Well, it's, that's interesting. Consciously, I think I always had it and never trust myself, always second guess myself, always trying to go very logical, compare myself to, you know, when you're growing up, that's what you do. Yeah. You're learning from mm-hmm. these big people in the world and you're this tiny person and you're trying to figure out what they're doing. And at the same time, there was always this knowingness um, about the world, like about myself. Yeah. And my mother said to me years later, and it was probably in my mid-20s that I, to answer your question, my mid-20s that I consciously got that I mm-hmm. was somewhat intuitive. Maybe it was more like late 20s, almost 30, mm-hmm. when I consciously got it. But my mom said to me something in that period of time she, that really heightened my awareness. She was like, Laura, you always had a sense you always knew your limits. Mm. You always knew your limits. That's a big deal. She said, I didn't have to worry about you like other moms did on the playground. She said, Mm. you knew when, if you want, if you wanted to try something new, you would, but it wasn't going to be kamikaze. You know, you were going to, you were going (laughs) to, you knew your limits. You knew what would, you were just, I was, I'm curious. I'm just by nature curious. And when I became aware that that's my nature to be curious and to, which means I'm highly um, aware of myself and others. I always wanted to know as a kid, how are you perceiving me? What is your reality of me? Yeah. Is it the same as my reality of me? And how do I get that to, how do I get that sense of reality? I remember having mm-hmm. that question as a kid. <laughs> Well, that's important. I mean, and that's really great because that's something that hasn't really been brought up yet on, on this show on how as a youngster, you know, what part of it is intuition. And with you, it, it was cultivating and growing little by little until what happened? Oh, well, I think I got into a lot of personal development programs and I'll tell you when I realized it consciously. So I was in one of those group mentoring, you know, situation buddies. We had buddies in the group. We were in a group and I was in this course and this woman turned to me and she goes, you know, Laura, you see things about people's situations that they don't see. 
Mm-hmm. And to me, that was normal. I'm like, yeah, so. Oh, and nice. doesn't everybody do this? And she said, no, that's a gift. And I was, that's like the door open. I was like, oh, you're right. I do this all the time. It's, you know, it's how I help people come to diplomatic conclusions with, you know, stressful situations. It's because I help them see you're saying this, you're saying this. Do you see you're saying the same thing? (laughs) <laughs> you know, you both you want that's brilliant. Health. You both want health, but you want it this way. You want it this way, but really, the common ground is here. So, yeah. um, you know, it's a both and world, and so series of things. I don't know that there was that was one defining moment, but you know, I had used my intuition automatically, subconsciously, mm-hmm. without you know, but that really opened the door to well, maybe wow. I can cultivate this even further and consciously and mm-hmm. own it and use it more, you know, and, and so that's when I acknowledged the tool that it really was for me, that it's here for me mm-hmm. as a gift to serve others. And that's where, you know, and it's so fun for me. And that's why you said I give so much because it's fun mm-hmm. for me. Um, mm-hmm. It's, there's that reciprocal energy exchange and, um, it's not that I just want to be a giving, loving person, which, you know, obviously I do, but mm-hmm. that's not the motivation, the only motivation. The vo- motivation is also because it's my creative, authentic expression. And isn't that what those of us who are coaches do with our, and ask our, the people that we coach to identify, you know, what is it that is natural for you? What is it that makes life so easy? What is it that you do where you don't really have to think about it? And they look at you like you're nuts. I'm like, no, no, let's farm out all the stuff you don't like to do to people who like to play in those realms. You play in your realm. You play in your lane. And let other folks play in their lane to help you grow your business. And I like to feedback. I like to do a little bit more consulting approach. Sometimes if somebody can't even handle that kind of a question, because that's a big question. It's a big question, yeah. <laughs> I might say, take a piece of what I see that might be a part of that. I said, would you agree? Or have you had this experience where? And then I say, could that be (laughs) this thing you, you know, that is your gift, your talent, your, um, you know, your direction, your, Mm -hmm. could it be, I might be totally off my rocker here, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so I like to be scared of it. Because that's very powerful. Once they identify it, it's very, very powerful. And they can be scared of their power. So you're spot on with that. Yeah. And, you know, somewhere in my, you know, around 30 years old, I went and got certified as a hypnotherapist. Mm. And the reason I did that was a mentor of mine, uh, she was in my Toastmasters group, said, Laura, you should take my hypnosis class. She owned a school, a hypnosis school. And I said, why? And what do you see again? What do you see in me that, you know, what is this about? What can I do with it? And she told me, I think you'd be good at it. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, I've always wanted to do something holistic, but I never wanted to go, you know, get the degree, you know, like spend all this time getting a degree and stuff. It just wasn't in my path. And this was like, I could do this relatively quickly. And I was like, okay. And it taught me so much about what to look for. 
you know, in other people and how our phrasing of words impact other people, mm-hmm. you know, up to the point where I think every doctor, every EMT person, everybody dealing with people in stressful situations should be using hypnosis because everything is hypnosis. Everything is suggesting mm-hmm. uh, a suggestion and our brains are highly suggestible. So I, at a, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if it was a young age, but at you know, early on when I started growth, started training my brain or brainwashing it with good stuff because mm-hmm. we are so suggestible. Yeah. And isn't it with hypnosis, I'm going to put up the word trust here. Mm. What role does trust play in this with hypnosis and with the skills that we as coaches use to guide our folks? Well, um, you have to have rapport with a client if you're going to have any impact. But just to set the record straight here, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis even when it's guided by another. Here's the reason. Your subconscious mind chooses whether it takes on the suggestion that the person who's speaking it, you know, you get the final Mm -hmm. say. If you don't have that trust between Mm -hmm. the two of you, then um, they're not going to take on that suggestion. They're going to give themselves the suggestion, I don't trust this person, whatever the suggestion is. I'm not hypnotizable. That, it means, you, you know, you just hypnotize yourself to not take on somebody else's suggestion and your subconscious mind takes really good care of you have you ever noticed when you're driving and you kind of zone out in that trance state how did i get the last two miles without being fully conscious your subconscious is right there you know your conscious is right there and your subconscious was in control but the minute a brake light comes on you're you would be there faster than if you were talking to someone and you're you're a little distracted so um our subconscious is that sensitive, that powerful, and um, that in control. So, and we can't, you know, we are the ones who take on the suggestions. So, when you have a hypnotherapist or a hypnotist working with you, basically they are there to support your goals, mm-hmm. right? And right. they would be giving you the suggestions that you tell them to, as opposed mm-hmm. to the TV, which gives you suggestions right. of what to buy right. and what they want. This right. is for you and what you want. And um, that, if you don't trust that they're there for you, it's it, then that's then you won't take on the suggestion. It's not going to happen. But if you do, um, if, if you're saying to yourself, I'm not hypnotizable, that means you don't trust yourself. Ah, okay. So if you don't trust yourself, that's a whole nother story. And But you're trying to project it on somebody else. So is it that you don't trust yourself or you don't trust the person also who's hypnotizing, who's trying well, to... Well, it could be one or the other. Like if you just okay. say in general, I'm not hypnotizable, mm-hmm. you don't trust yourself. Okay. If, if you say it in reaction to the specific person... It might mm-hmm. be a combo. You guys, you have to decide that for yourself. That's where you go in. That's where mm-hmm. you have to get really good. Now, Got it. although I said that this was, you know, natural, a lot of this intuition was natural, but being able to discern the meaning, being able to use it for difficult, challenging situations is a whole nother story. Really practicing it. Mm-hmm. And how do you build trust? Because I went through a whole phase and I'm sure I do it. It's not perfect now, but where I didn't know what the right, I just want to make the right choice. You know, it's like, uh, I don't trust myself to make the right choice. So how do we, how do we do that? It's, it's like toe in the water. And some people Mm -hmm. are into diving in. Like my style is not that, you know, from a very young age, you know, when my mom said, you go on the process. And you would, you would try different things. Unlike me diving into this show. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, there are things that you dive into that are less risky than others. Like mm -hmm. for me, physical harm is more risky, oh, right. more cautious. Sure. You know, um, there are, you know, we all have our levels of risk <laughs> that we want to dive into or danger, right. you know, type right. of things. If it's dangerous, if it's dangerous to my physical, I'm really risk averse. If it's not so dangerous. So you're not going to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Oh, I already did that. Oh, but you I did, did. I did, but I had somebody, you know, I was and strapped yeah, to and I. what he was doing. So, And I did that to conquer my fear. You did. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I did it to celebrate a birthday. So it was, uh, <laughs> and yeah, and I had no issues with it. There was no fear there at all because I listened to my intuition and I knew it was right. And I knew it was something I needed to do with the partner I did it with because we were both celebrating milestones and I had absolutely no fear whatsoever because I knew every, the way everything was falling into place. My daughter was home from San Diego. My husband was there. I mean, I'm like, what are the chances of this happening at this moment in time? So yeah. So intuition played a role in that, but I'm curious. Um, what about listening intuition and listening? Cause you know, let's face it. They they can't hear you if you're not listening. They meaning your non-physical advisors. They meaning the people who are around you. People can't really hear you if you're not listening yourself. Yeah, that's my tried and true quote. And I have used that with my clients all the time. If you don't know what's going on around you, like intimately... Yeah. And the way you get to know that is by listening, being quiet. Mm. And listening isn't like thinking about what you're going to say next. Listening is about curiosity. It's about, hmm, and sensing what am I feeling as a result of that? Um, what is that? Mm. Can I look at it from another angle? Like be a curious kid, like without, it's taking the judgment out. Yeah. Like even if it's yourself, okay, but in, when I work with clients on their marketing messages, they're like, I'm an intuition expert. I'm going to help you develop your intuition. <laughs> okay. Um, but if you're listening to them, your audience, your target market, they're struggling in some area. They're craving something. Listen to that. Speak that. Do you want to know how to get to A to B more efficiently, effectively, and have it be, you know, enlivening into your life. Mm. Let's talk. Huge. Let's talk. And that's, you know, like that's because I'm listening to who your market is, leaders in the world who are struggling with moving their businesses forward. They're tired. So I just spoke right into that. And I didn't say I'm an intuition expert. I didn't say you need to develop your intuition. I said, let's talk if you have this challenge and you want this goal. And that's a little formula you could start mm -hmm. to use. You can head headspace that for a while, but to get it to sink in emotionally, you have to tap in. You have to listen you because do. they can't hear you if you're not listening. And isn't that, and that actually dovetails into something that happened um, fairly recently on LinkedIn, I have been getting a bunch and I know you, you're, you're a LinkedIn master and you, you help people really develop their LinkedIn profile and how to operate on LinkedIn. And I know for myself recently, I have been getting a rash of people who want to be my quote unquote friend and immediately they're selling and selling and selling and selling and selling. They don't know diddly squat about me other than what's on the, 
on my LinkedIn profile. And I just wrote a post on LinkedIn that has gotten more views than any post I have ever put up there about, look, you want to connect with me. It's all about the relationship. You want to connect with me. It's about getting to know me. You want, you want to sell me? You better take a step back and really focus on who I am as a person and listen, listen, because if you're coming at me immediately trying to sell me next, (laughs) and it's fascinating how many salespeople are reading into that. Now I haven't had too many salespeople say yes or no, (laughs) but I have had almost 1800 views on that one post alone and it keeps growing every day. It's like, Wow, I hit a nerve. I can't wait to read that one. <laughs> I hit a nerve. Oh, boy, I was on a roll. I, I'd had five in a row and, and uh, five of those um, requests in a row. And I just went bonkers. Mm. And I said, enough, enough. And, my, and the words just flowed out of my fingers. And I did edit some of it. Uh, but what I know is from an intuition perspective, that article had to be written because obviously there was a need. And it is all about listening. It's about the relationship. Mm-hmm. And trust falls into place with that, don't you think? And you were listening to something within you that was irritated. And you also were listening that like, I'm not the only one here, right? Yeah. And obviously, 1,800 views, you know, is yeah. saying, no, you're not the only one. And uh, that's basically, again, what you were saying, trust. You trusted yourself, right, yeah. to 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 bring this out in a way that was like, okay, here's what's going on. I'm just going to say it like it is and no apologies needed. You know, our intuition gives us everything we need to know. It's how we respond to it or not. That makes the difference. And you asked me about, you know, trust and how might I have developed trust? Like I was like in this place of lack of trust in a very soul searching time of my life. And Mm -hmm. I had this mentor who just taught me some, really good principles they were centered around feminine energy which is that intuitive side that i hadn't really given much credence to and so i think this is really the 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 beginning of that turning point Mm -hmm. um and it was around that same time when the woman said to me you you know things that other people don't it kind of gave me permission to explore it's like oh Mm -hmm there's something here about me that I need to go deeper into. And I kept gaining these nuggets of wisdom that felt mm-hmm. so spot on that I could mm-hmm. actually use and practice in my life. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you consciously want to explore your intuition and your more feminine, nonlinear side, um, it was new for new territory. Mm-hmm. I needed a roadmap. So I created these feminine power cards. I, I'm the, so looking the, forward to hearing those about those. They're the roadmap to... Uh-huh living in this feminine intuitive energy mm-hmm. and i pulled a card for us today can i please do because we're i was about to get into that segment uh, before you go there i just want to say to folks as you know part of the segment is we review the cards that we pulled before the show so laura go for it okay so i pulled this card and it's exactly what we've been talking about it says this honor your emotions they are important messages from your soul. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> and the minute I started um, doing that, mm-hmm. like treating them like they were Chinese and I was trying to learn Chinese. Like, I don't really know. I feel angry. Why am like, I angry? Like, like the designs on my back wall here? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like 
really curious about them. And if you look at them long enough, they're a picture. What are they a picture mm -hmm. of, you know? Um, so sometimes it's like brailing your way through your emotions, mm -hmm. like feeling them, like getting curious and not trying yeah. to just resolve them immediately. Like, what do I need to resolve this? What? First, you have to know what is it that is causing it? You know, mm -hmm. I found myself yelling at my husband and it had nothing to do with him because I know, you know, after doing a lot of this soul searching work is if I'm doing a knee jerk reaction to somebody, it's not about them. Never. It's I, never about them. It's I have to say. So, the, so that brings us to this. Can this I read the, the back? Oh, yeah. So, oh, so yes. There's a back the, side. I these cards are not only wisdom cards, but they're coaching cards they have on them. So the front side is a principle and the back side wow. is practice. And this one is a contemplation and an exercise. Um, wow. So it says to the exercise is to breathe deeply, fully and gently and embrace your feelings as a gift and then journal or meditate and allow the gift to be revealed. So Ooh. There is and a, that is the perfect lead into this one that we pulled, which is release mic drop okay work with archangel michael to let go of what no longer serves you and your purpose mm. and we pulled this one right before there's another one that's coming up in just a few moments but this one so when you you talk about release in relation to the card that you pulled laura what can you share about release mm. And the card that you just pulled and the exercises, because that's brilliant. I love how you have the exercises in the back. I apologize. I didn't realize that you had a nope. flip side to it. Yeah. I, I apologize for interrupting you because I just didn't really know that that was there. No worries. So it's perfect because in order in order to let go of something, if it, there, it could be as simple as like, oh, I don't need that. I've done that before. But it's mm -hmm. only after an awareness of why did I have it in the first place or what is it serving me? Like sometimes in order to release, you have to know what it, what the benefit of it is been giving you and what the cost of it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And oh, when the yeah. cost, when you get what the cost is and it's greater than the benefit, the release happens. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. And the only way you can get it is to honor those to, well, not the only way, but the way I get it a lot of times is to honor the emotions, be curious about them. What is the message here? Why am I having this? Why am I holding on to it? You know, what is this? Oh, because I'm getting this out of it. Mm. And it may be an icky thing. I get to be right. I get to dominate a situation. Yeah. I get to, I get to not take responsibility for what I really mm. want. Right. That's um, brilliant. Those, those are some classic ones. And then if I can say, well, I don't need to be right. Or it's really costing me, my health and sleep and this or that. I really need my health. That's way more important. Okay. Yes, it is. Now, what do I need to do to release it? <laughs> okay. Right. Sometimes it's releasing people, situations, contracts, clients, locations, <laughs> locations. Yeah. It can be anything. Being stuff. Sometimes, um, a, you know, it could just be clearing out. Yeah, You know, a space, I have this 10 thing rule when I'm feeling a little bit like closed in or like I can't make decisions clearly. I'm like, I got to go throw out three, 10 things there you go. or donate 10 things. <laughs> so the next card that came up for us is one that really is leading you to where you are right now. And that was the Indigo card. Mm. And for those of you who don't know about Indigo, 
um, the the person you're inquiring about is an indigo, meaning a highly sensitive natural born leader. A lot of us are highly sensitive natural born leaders, and indigos come in, in all uh, decades. I'm one of the earlier indigos. I, I know that um, I've been told that over and over and over again. And we're surrounded by indigos. And so, can you tell us a little bit about this? Hmm. Mm. Well, it was. It's interesting you say that because you know, I started hearing about indigos in the nineties and I was like, Oh, well that's for people who are younger than me, you know, like, cause that I'm already an adult here. And, um, and then I said, I kept looking at the, uh, the descriptions and what they're here to do. And I'm like, I really resonate with this. That's you girlfriend. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know that there's anything to do, but to honor that and see where, it, you know, leads to you know and just take that on as a role and a responsibility way and Mm -hmm. and trust there's a trust that okay that if i'm a highly sensitive i still can be a a leader of sorts Mm -hmm. i can still can impact change in my own way right in an authentic way it doesn't mean i'm gonna maybe be you know a world leader of sorts but i might be um you know i maybe have some influence Mm -hmm. on them in some Um, way who knows right yeah, and indigos are often, um, they were at the cusp of the uh, ADD generation. You know, a lot right. of us, you know, yeah. getting kids focused and that kind of thing. Indigos have an awareness that a lot of adults don't have. You know, a lot of folks who are not yes. indigo don't have and trying to get them. You know, it, it's definitely have a huge case of FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. And going a mile a minute and doing a lot of different things at all the all at the same time, and indigos who listen to their intuition, they can harness that really uh, what I call sprite energy going a mile a minute. Yeah. They can they can harness it if they just listen to their intuition and know who to bring in to help them accomplish all the ideas. I mean, to me, I um, I, I look at somebody like Branson. To me, he's a, he's an indigo. Another one would be like Elon Musk. I, I see those guys as indigos because they are going a mile a minute, but they know how to wrap themselves with people who can do things that they don't want to do. They're brilliant, brilliant people. Uh, so I'm, I'm thrilled that that actually came up because it gave us an opportunity to talk about that. The other thing, and I didn't realize it until just now as I'm looking at this card, I am all about... The card that is on here is a unicorn. Mm-hmm. It's a it, it's a unicorn. Yes, we are different. <laughs> uh, indeed, we are. We are very very different. So, Laura, what is the the last thing that you would like to share with the Seventh Sense audience that you feel is important for them to know? Well, something I use all the time, and it may be surprising. It's okay to be skeptical. Mm-hmm. It is. So be open to seeing things from a 360 degree. Be curious about the things you're skeptical about. Like, why am I even mm-hmm. skeptical about this? What is this skepticism? It's an it's emotion. Yes, it is. Um, it's, a, it's a message. And it's called developing discernment for yourself. Mm-hmm. And tap into that, what you notice, what you feel, and let the feelings generate the thoughts, not the brain judging the feelings. Mm-hmm. Subtle, really subtle work. Stay with it. 
question yourself, is this what I'm feeling or is this what I'm judging? And if you can get to just like the feeling, like, ah, you know, like a, I'm feeling, I'm really feeling, what am I really feeling here? Not reacting to, not judging, or if you're reacting, start there. I'm reacting to this. It triggers. Why am I reacting? Yeah. Yeah. What is this about? Just get the more curious you get, the more information you'll get. The more information you get, the more power you have because the more options you have to resolve things versus reflect Mm -hmm. them, project them, and band-aid them. The minute you're band-aiding and projecting, your your power is um, diluted and it's harmful. It's harmful to others. What I notice in those situations, we are either working solely from the heart or working solely from the brain. It's when we integrate both that you're at that 30,000 feet and at sea level being able to look at from a 360 perspective. And if you let the heart lead and give it a little space and time, Mm -hmm. then use your brain. Like just give me an extra five Mm -hmm. minutes. That seems like a long, that may seem like a long time when you're used to just Mm -hmm. reacting. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people don't get a reaction from me and I sit with it for hour minutes, hours or days, depending on, do I really have the right take on this? Am I, cause I'm. Unlock the power. Unlock the power in you and elevate your seven cents with our intuitive leadership training programs, masterminds, VIP days, and retreats. To learn more, visit intuitiveleadership.com. You know, is this really giving you less stress if you do that? No, it's a Band-Aid. Well, and and to complement what you're talking about is the heart. The electromagnetic field of the heart is 60 times more powerful than the brain. The brain can only be felt two inches from the body and the heart six to 10 feet away from the body. So you are spot on about listen to the heart first and then the logical brain. Um, That's really important. So I know there's another service that you offer that I want to make sure we touch on before we close the show. Can you tell us about it? This? That. (laughs) Are we talking about Social Buzz Club? Social Buzz Club. Club. That is that content amplification platform that you were talking about when you introduced Mm -hmm. me that you can say 10 times fast now. (laughs) I know you can. And so uh, Social Buzz Club is for people who have a message, have a mission, Mm -hmm. and want to spread their word and get their word spread out for them and are willing to spread the word about others' great content. And so if you have a blog, if you have a podcast, if you have videos online, if you have um, thought, you know, like tips, we will, we have a network of influencers who will share them for you. And it's a gamified system, meaning that you earn credits by sharing other people's content. And then you can use those credits to submit your own for the network to earn credits and share out to where Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at the moment. So, um, that gives you visibility beyond your own reach. Mm. So it's not about sharing your content to your social networks, about other mm. people having content to curate mm. that could include yours to their social networks. So it's like creating right. that mushroom effect of reach and visibility for you. That is brilliant. And you can go to socialbuzzclub.com to Okay, socialbuzzclub.com. And that was my next question. How do we reach you, Laura? socialbuzzclub.com is a great way um, to learn about that service. I also have 
uh, blog at transformtoday.com with my own thought leadership ideas of the marketing world and other personal development things weaved in there from time to time. Mm -hmm. uh, femininepowercards.com if you want to get the deck of the cards or check those out some Excellent. more. Excellent. So those are the three areas. Well, Laura, thank you so much for being my guest today. You truly just as always shared amazing wisdom with myself. I even learned a few things and with our seventh sense audience and to my audience, I want to thank you for being here again. I hope you are walking away with at least one, two, maybe three new insights to assist you on your journey to becoming that integrated leader, that thought leader that you truly want to be, to become absolutely unstoppable. So I'm Terry Wildeman, the host of Your Seventh Sense, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you, Laura, for being here. Take care. Unlock the power in you and elevate your seven cents with our intuitive leadership training programs, masterminds, VIP days, and retreats. To learn more, visit intuitiveleadership.com.